You're listening to the podcast for Asbury United Methodist Church. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. for small groups, 10 a.m. for worship, or anytime at asburybosier.org. Today is Pentecost Sunday. It's a day usually reserved for images of fire and energy. And maybe you know that the, the typical story that is read on Pentecost Sunday, it's Acts chapter 2, where the Holy Spirit is like a violent wind and tongues of fire, something like tongues of fire rested above the disciples as they started to speak to the world about the love of God. Well, today our text is a little bit different from the Gospel of John, the seventh chapter, beginning with verse 37. It will be on the screens, it'll be online, and it's also in your Bible. Let us hear the word of the Lord. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scripture has said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the spirit, which believers in him were to receive, for as yet there was no spirit, because Jesus was not yet glorified. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. As I said, uh, usually it's images of fire and energy and, and language and tongues and this violent wind that is carrying the spirit of God. But here we have this image of water and the power of water. Amos Lee has a song uh, called Spirit. And it's a song where he's reflecting, he's watching a second line funeral down Royal Street in the heart of the French Quarter. And he's reflecting on his life and he's reflecting on uh, decisions that he's made in the chorus goes like this, storm clouds up ahead, singing songs of praise to raise the dead. I got a heart that was born to be broken down and wild and free. And then he follows that up by saying, I just wanna feel the spirit. I just wanna feel the spirit. I just wanna feel the spirit washing over me. And the good news is I arranged for JP to have the day off uh, from his job uh, so that he might be here to sing uh, this song for you, Amos Lee's Spirit. This will be a blessing to you. Let us enter into a time of meditation. I just wanna feel the 
spirit. I just wanna feel the spirit washing of me. Me and Mad Animal seen some people come and go. Seen a couple storms clouds back. Seen a couple spells being cast People tripping down cobblestone Marching bands and trombone Everybody out here waiting on a second line And I'm just fine I just want to feel the spirit I just want to feel the Spirit, I just wanna feel the Spirit washing over me. Storm clouds out overhead, singing songs of praise. I got a heart that was born to be Broken down and wild and free Johnny came in on the train Not a dollar to his name Just an old guitar case And the bruises on his pretty face Walking down on the railroad track He ain't never coming back Say, mama, I don't know if I'm ever coming home again But just wanna feel the spirit. I just wanna feel the spirit. I just wanna feel the spirit. Watching over me. Can you see why we waited until JP had the Sunday off? The image of water washing over us with the power of God to cleanse, to redeem, is a comforting, powerful thought. 
it's also absolutely terrifying. Last couple of weeks, we've been teaching Robert, my seven-year-old, how to swim. Uh, over the last several years, uh, ever since he's been in a pool, he's been attached to floaties, right? And a swim jacket. He has this swim jacket that, that he holds on. And a couple weeks ago, just kind of off, off the cuff said, Robert, it's time. It is time, son. We need to start swimming without that swim jacket. He said, but dad, if I don't have the swim jacket, I'm going to sink under the water and not come up. And time stopped. I thought he didn't remember. Two years ago, we went to Disney World. And uh, all the kids were in the pool. We were having a good time. I brought some pizza from the artist's palette over at Saratoga Springs. We called all the kids out of the pool, started eating pizza, took off Robert's swim jacket so that he could eat at the table. And we're just talking as a family. And then one by one, the kids peeled off from the table to get back into the pool. And my wife, Christy, and I, we started talking about the next day of what we would do and when we were waking up and where we were going. And then immediately, at the exact same time, we both lost our breath when we both noticed Robert's swim jacket at the table, but no Robert. So we got up and we ran to the pool and there we saw a woman named Amanda, whose wings were probably tucked somewhere in her bathing suit, but she was holding Robert. And all she said was, I thought he was playing until I realized he wasn't. So we picked him up and we held him in our arms and vowed never again would we be so careless. This image of the Holy Spirit washing over us can also be an image that is absolutely terrifying. At least it is in our household. It would be easy for me to say that God sent an angel named Amanda, who was led by the Spirit to be at the right place at the right time, or to somehow say that it was the Holy Spirit that woke both Christy and I up at the exact same time, at the exact right moment, to realize we needed to leave and to move to the pool. It would be easy to say, my, how blessed we are in that moment. Except, not everyone's story ends that way. And I dare not accept that my son is any more valuable than anyone else's kid. I'm thankful. I am very thankful. But I cannot accept that we were somehow blessed and others weren't. If that were the case, Lord, I have questions. The Holy Spirit washing over. I wasn't sure if Robert had remembered that incident. 
So over the last couple of weeks, we've been very intentional, swimming with him in the pool, without his floaties. And it's just like children do. He's swimming now as if nothing ever happened, the big jerk. He's just swimming in the pool, doing great, jumping off the edge saying, cannonball! You know, and every time, like, I'm throwing up on myself as he jumps into the pool. And just like all kids, he's swimming like he's been doing it for years. The Holy Spirit washing over us. Sometimes that image can be terrifying, and images of the Holy Spirit are. The Holy Spirit can sometimes be called a fire. The Holy Spirit can sometimes be called water. Sometimes the Holy Spirit is called a wind, a violent rushing wind, and these images are powerful. Fire can both burn and build, raise to the ground and also restore. Water can nourish and drown offer growth and flood a system beyond repair. Wind can pilot and destroy, create energy, and also cyclone out of control. The Holy Spirit is the teacher, the comforter, the companion and guide, but it also pushes and prods and drags and sends you into places that can be terrifying. Places outside of your comfort zone. Places where you would not go alone. As it says in scripture, in the Gospel of Mark, the Holy Spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness. The Holy Spirit did not ask. It did not even lead. It drove. And if the Spirit is willing to drive God's own Son, the Spirit can certainly do the same for us. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and let the one who believes in me drink. As the scriptures have said, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Spirit, which believers in him were to receive, for as yet there was no Spirit because Jesus was not yet glorified. Jesus here is speaking on the last day of the festival of booths. And it's a celebration remembering uh, the ancient Israelites' journey through the wilderness. And on this last day in particular, they remember the day that, that Moses struck the rock at Horeb, causing water to flow to nourish the ancient Israelites. So when Jesus is there on the last day, the eighth day of the festival, it was seven days, and then later they added an eighth day of this recognition and remembrance of water. Jesus' proclamation happens on this day because the eighth day calls to mind rebirth and renewal and resurrection. And here, our baptism today, all, uh, our baptismal is octagonal, as most Protestant churches are. The baptism is eight-sided to remind us of this eighth day. If you think of, think of it this way, in the beginning when God began to create the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep. And then it says God's spirit hovered over the waters. God has an interesting relationship with waters. Water was already there when God began to create. And on the first day there was light and God separated light from the darkness and said it was good. There was an evening and a morning the first day. Second day, interestingly, God separated the waters from the waters, created a dome over the earth, waters below, 
waters on top. The second day of creation is the only day in all of creation where God doesn't say it is good. There's no recognition at all of whether or not separating the waters was good or bad or indifferent. The first day, God saw that there was light and it was good. The third day, there was dry land. God saw that it was good. The fourth day, fifth day, not with the separation of the waters. There's no comment at all. Again, Jesus, God, has a very interesting relationship with water. It is an inseparable part of God's story. I think it's helpful to imagine all of human history happening on that sixth day. When God creates humanity in God's own image, let us create humanity in God's own image. And from Eve to Sarah to Miriam and Michal and Mary to Jesus, all of human history up until Jesus happening on that sixth day of creation. Then it says, on the seventh day, God rested in the person of Jesus in the tomb. And then on the eighth day, or the first day of the week, the tomb was empty. There was resurrection. Jesus is speaking on this eighth day. It's a foretaste of resurrection and a picture of what it means for God and God's people to be together and to be one. In this day of recognition of, of this rock of Horeb that, that is offering living water to the ancient Israelites, Jesus in his own body, in his own person is identifying with this rock and therefore the temple, the place where God lives, the place where we receive our sustenance. And it would be fine if this is where the, the text ended, where Jesus is the source of living water. Look to Jesus, follow Jesus. There's Sunday school class right now talking about uh, Jesus is the answer or faith is the answer. It's the questions that, hung, that hang us up, right? Just look to Jesus and everything will be fine. But that's not where this text ends. And that is not what Pentecost is about. It says out of the believer's heart will flow rivers of living water. Through the believer's heart. Like you and me. Because Pentecost is the reminder of the awesome and terrifying responsibility that the Holy Spirit is working through us. The body of Christ held together by faith, where grace is our currency, justice is our mission, and love is the goal. I'm going to say that again. Pentecost is the reminder of the awesome and terrifying responsibility that the Holy Spirit is working through us. The body of Christ held together by faith, where grace is our currency, justice is our mission, and love is the goal. Those are the waters that should be flowing through us. Now, the New Revised Standard Version, which is the, the version we typically read, and it's the version of the Pew Bibles in the United Methodist Church, doesn't do us much of a favor here in the translation. It says, out of the believer's heart, will flow living waters. If you're familiar, if you have memorized the King James, you'll know that in the King James it says, through the believer's belly, thy rivers will flow, right? Well, the word, the Greek word there happens 15 times throughout the Gospels. 14 of the 15 times it is translated as womb. 
And here it is not. Maybe John was uncomfortable with such an image of believer's womb through whom living, uh, living waters will flow. But do you not see how the womb is a perfect picture of the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is a place where we find sanctuary and comfort and protection and rest, especially when we are vulnerable. But when it's time to go, it's time to go. Rent is due after nine months. And it's time to move. It's time to get out. It's time to walk. It's time to live. It's time to swim on your own. The Holy Spirit is the comforter, the guide, the teacher, the advocate, but it's also the thing that pushes and prods and sends us out into the world to offer the terrifying grace of God to all who have ears to hear. And that's what gives me pause. This idea of letting go. It's one thing to be ignited by the Holy Spirit and, and to have a to-do list and to go and do. And I can give you a list of 10 things to do today to honor Jesus and to build the church. But then, but then you realize that a big part of this Holy Spirit movement, a big part of what it means to be a mature Christian is to also let go. To let go of our own control of how we think things should work out to let go of our preconceived understandings of what we think God should be doing, giving up our perceived control of this new wine and new wineskins so that it can find life. I think the best way to describe this is, uh, since you're here, is a song from uh, Finding Nemo the Musical. Uh, it's on campus at, uh, uh, on property at Animal Kingdom. Uh, have you seen Finding Nemo the Musical? A raise of hands, a couple who are brave enough. There, there, there are a few. It is, without a doubt, the best thing at Disney World. I'll just say it out loud. It's the best thing, especially if you're a dad and you have a kid. Like somebody's cutting onions up in that theater. I don't know what's happening. There's a great song near the end where Crush, the sea turtle, and his son Squirt, are riding the East Australian Current, the EAC, and Nemo is there with Dory and they're looking for his son Nemo. And for a moment, I want you to humor me and take a listen to this song, especially the last verse where Squirt falls out of the EAC for a moment and they lost, they, they lose him. And Marlon's like, what are you doing? You have to go get your son. What you? He goes, no, 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 kill the motor, dude. Why don't you take it slow? Let's all see how Squirt does fly in solo. Right? It's this Beach Boys kind of Beatles thing that's going on. Anyway, I could sing the whole thing. I won't today. I can. I'm going to do it on the way home. I'm not going to do it right now. But we're going to listen to it. So let's, let's check this out. This is a Go With The Flow from Finding Nemo the Musical.
dude and still young. I love that. Go with the flow. Ride with the current. Let them go. Sometimes in the church, the best thing we can do is to get out of the way and allow the Holy Spirit to do what the Holy Spirit is doing. And it's kind of like when your son takes off his swim jacket and jumps in that first time and you want to vomit. But if you don't let him do it, if you don't get out of the way and trust, then you'll miss this. Okay, so now I want you to jump in and then tread water and then swim to the side. Okay. okay go ahead. Tread. Tread. Okay, swim to the side. Okay, you can go a little faster. Awesome! Good job! <laughs> yeah. When living water starts to move, it shakes things up. Sometimes when that happens, it's terrifying and you want to hold on, you want to preserve, you want to turn inward, and you want to hold close what is precious to you. And there is time for that. There is a time for that. Two years ago, when we got Robert out of the pool, we don't throw him back in and say, swim better. You hold, you teach, you walk, you breathe, and then you watch him swim. When faith holds us together, grace becomes our 
currency, justice becomes our mission and love becomes our goal and the Holy Spirit will grow us into the place we need to be so that living waters flow through each and every one of us. Let us not be afraid of what God will do starting today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, let us pray.